Welcome back to the Rogue Squadron Podcast, episode 56. Good day, Galaxy. Oh, wow. We got a lot of fans. Clap. Oh, yeah. You laugh. We're doing this live. No, we're not. I'm just kidding. Show some titties. Oh. <laughs> Take it off. Twilex, thank you guys for tuning in. As I said, stated prior to Rogue Squadron Podcast, <laughs> in your ear. Episode 56 coming at you. Uh, we've got special events going on between... I'm Mopar. I'm Commander Cody. Yeah. What, what, are the, what were the events about to be? Uh, uh, we're here. We got special <laughs> events. I'm Mopar. You like, didn't finish <laughs> it. Like, what are we doing? There's nothing new happening. Uh, we're just... Regular ass podcast episode. Yeah, we're special enough for the guys, <laughs> for the peeps. Um, we want to thank you for tuning in. If you haven't already, go on our website, roguesquadronpodcast.com. Check out Fanboy Commentary, where we uh, you can hear us chat along to, I'm going to say the Star Wars. Um, what I, I put it in an Instagram post. Our that favorite was, childhood films. I, that's the best way. I, I, I like that. I put it in there, and then I read it. I'm like, I'm a genius. So I, I posted it. <laughs> it started uh, off with just Star Wars because, and then obviously Star Wars fans, we're all fanboys. They call themselves. Or fangirls. Gotta be politically correct up in this bitch. Fan females. Fan Twi'leks. Um, but Twi'leks so, can be males. <laughs> well, yeah. I'm trying to be specific up in it. Fan Bib Fortuna. Fan, <laughs> fan bits. Um, so it started with Star Wars. We did those. They were a big hit. They're a lot of fun to do. So now we're moving on to uh, different movies, and we were going through the '90s era of Batman. We started with Tim Burton's Batman and Batman Returns. Got those done. They're on the website. You can check them out next time you watch the movie. And then we have the two really bad ones next. Yes, Forever <laughs> and uh, Batman, and, Batman Robin. and Robin. Yeah, I just had uh, an epiphany. I, I'm going to call it right it's now. A strong word. After the '90s Batman stuff. We are doing the original Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, uh, the three. Oh, yeah. The three movies. Because those are really good, really bad, all at the same time. Hell, yeah. The first one's really good. Again, maybe it's just nostalgia talking, but the first one's awesome. They're all, the second one's actually my favorite because it's got that little, like... Yeah, Jet Li kid. Jet Li kid. Or no, Liu Kang. Liu Kang. He reminds me of Liu Kang. It's like a teenage Liu Kang. Goro Mortal kid. Kombat. Yeah, yeah. four arms. <laughs> uh, right? But yeah, that one's a great one too. But it's equally as ridiculous because they've got like pick a bone Frederick. Oh, you know yeah. what I'm talking about? With the crazy werewolf guy and Bebop and fucker. No, 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 no. There's those titans that they make with the ooze. There's the, the werewolf and there's like that snapping turtle. Oh, And they yeah. have to fight the turtles. My bad. And then, and then uh, I've only seen the second one like twice, isn't it? It uh, and the third one's Turtles jump, in Time. Jump, jump around or whatever. And then Vanilla Ice, yeah. Vanilla Ice. And then the third one's Turtles in Time, right? Yes. Which really? is no, that's the name of the game, isn't it? Uh, third one is Samurai something. Something. Bitches. It might be Turtles in Time. I don't know if I've ever even seen the third one all the way through. I don't remember it. The first one, by far, best one. But the like the animatronics that they use in the suits are glorious so for the good. time. For 1990, but, so good. But looking back from 2016, they're really bad. 
There was one. There's one point where I, I remember specifically that one of the turtles says "splinter," and his mouth like it's it's like Daffy Duck saying "splinter." Like his there's there's no movement in the mouth. He just splinter. The lips don't move. His yeah. mouth just, he opens, just open and close. And yep. it's just like the way you would say "splinter," like you're, there'd be lip action. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And his just he just yeah laughs with a beak. But, Those um, will be fun to do, man. So yeah, I think that's that might be where we we uh, commence fourth after we finish the Batman stuff. So we've also thought about Back to the Future. That, we've also thought about Terminator. And those if, two those two are still going to be quite good, though. Yeah, the Terminator maybe the really the first one is. We find good. regardless of how good it is, we find stuff to make fun of just because we're goofy as fuck. But um, if you have any suggestions on movies that you would like to hear us put our thoughts in and rip apart and also laugh and praise that, uh, let us know. We will cons- take it under consideration. Takes yeah. a lot of time. <clears throat> Takes a lot of time to do all those. You got to think most movies that we're doing are like two hours or more each. Like, man, how much time do we spend doing all the Star Wars movies? 15 hours. Whew. Go listen to it. Pay us back. <laughs> and you invest your 15 hours along with our 15 hours and laugh your ass off and yeah. we'll be happy. 30 hours invested. We're a family. See you for Thanksgiving dinner. <laughs> Families. Who's bringing the cheesy potatoes? I can't wait. Don't I put any it. onions, please. No onions. <laughs> um, if you haven't already, while you're on the website checking out Fanboy Commentary, take a peek at our t-shirts. We've got uh, Rogue Squadron Podcast t-shirts. I know everyone that's listening right now has already got a goddamn t-shirt, but maybe there's Or two. One. Or uh, Chris, two. Demon Spider. He or- he's one, one order two. Our first set of shirts were... Not of the utmost highest quality, and his shrunk, and he wants another one. So, thank you, Chris. Don't mix loads, bro. Like you probably mix the load. Cold water, hang it up, get your shit together. Come on. Yeah. You can use warm water. Not about it. that shrinkage. I always use warm water, actually. If it's just got not a gauge, hot. just not. Hot. I don't use hot. I use warm. Yeah. Unless you're trying to purposely shrink some shit. Shrinkage. Yeah. Um, got some Ithorian clothes that don't fit. You're gonna try to shrink them down. <laughs> Uh, last little plug for all of our Star Wars fanboys of the Old Republic, fans of KOTOR, fans of Darth Bane, and out of Star Wars, fans of Mass Effect. We have a freaking sweet interview with Drew Karpishan, who was the lead writer at BioWare, who was responsible for the story of KOTOR, Mass Effect, and Darth Bane. Um, we had an interview with him back in July. That's up on the feed. Go check it out. If you're a fan of those games or books, you will definitely enjoy it. We got some cool insight like on his how he got started writing. Um, we made some jokes about Revan and, and Darth Bane and why they're... He, we tried to have him pit them against each other, but he refused because they're both his babies. Mm-hmm. He doesn't want to see them go to town on each other. He said Revan secretly. See, yeah, mentally, I, I, I felt him say Revan through the Force. So That's a good segue. Um, now, neither of us have played SWOTOR. Uh, no. But I came across a video and... It was uh, it was it said Sotor Revan or like the beginning of the end or something crazy. They did one of the whole DLCs was Revan, I think. Yeah, and I, I you've all seen at least if you don't play already uh, how MMOs work, and it was like a whole group of people, and the character the the guy was playing in the video was Neilus. There's Darth Neilus. There was Darth Mar. It was like Basila. There was like three other troops. There was a bounty hunter and a Wookiee. And they were all together in the story. And Revan was standing across the way saying, because in the end of the Revan book, spoiler, um, he gets captured by the emperor. 
Right. And that's why I, it always made me cringe. It was like, Revan was supposed to be the greatest thing ever. And the emperor, like, not the emperor, the emperor at that time. They just call him the emperor, I think. Right. Um, not Palpatine. Right. But he imprisons Revan, blah, blah, blah. I guess in the SWOTOR, Revan uh, breaks free and he wants revenge. He just wants revenge against. Well, yeah. The emperor. Yeah. Um, and Master of Rook. Too. I guess everyone else is trying to s- stop Revan because. Calm down, bro. Because Revan. What am I trying to say? The <clears throat> Emperor has been like banned, like he's been gone, and Revan's trying to like conjure him back to <laughs> to fight him. And everyone's like, "That's a terrible idea. You're gonna conjure him back, and he's gonna beat you, and then kill us all. Like, what the fuck are you doing?" So Revan's so enraged, he stands there and take, and that's you're you're supposed to kill Revan. And there's like three Sith Lords, Bastila, bounty hunters all over this Wookie crazy psycho dude, and it it takes the dude an hour of gameplay. To kill Revan? To kill Revan. Because Revan's a fucking champion. He does, like, halfway through the battle, he starts doing this, like, Sith ritual where lightning comes down, strikes Revan. He pushes everybody up against these, like, tombstones and just starts sucking their life. And you're, like, the <laughs> one guy running around by yourself now. And you're like, what the fuck do I do now? And and he's still, like, fighting you. He's doing all this stuff with, like, one hand, like, accepting lightning and then taking everybody's <laughs> life while a Jedi fucks you up. And it's, yeah, it was... I had to actually skip ahead like a half hour because it was just like that dude, fight forever. Right. Yeah. Hey, they were just, I mean, it was a jumble of characters on top of Revan and he would just like rage and everyone would go flying and there, and you see your guys, the guy's life bar cut in half and he'd be running around trying to heal himself like he was in Skyrim. <laughs> but yeah, it's it exactly was, how it should be. It was, a, it was an amazing, obviously they had to beat him cause that's, it's a game. Right, but uh, it was awesome seeing like that amount of people, and it was literally just Revan. There wasn't like turrets or like clones or whatever. Revan versus the strongest thirty ever. people. Yeah, That's it, was, awesome. it was probably a close to 10, 10 people, including like Sith, three Sith lords, and, and it, 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 I would call her Bastila, but it was like a Bastila Shan uh, costume, and she had a, a double plated yellow, like uh, the Bastila. Bastila. Rogueswatchingpodcast.com <laughs> slash merch. Um, let's jump into the beer review. I've I've been staring. At, I like this beer. Unfortunately, yeah. we've already had this. And fortunately, I, we've already had this, but uh, it's been a minute. It's one um, It's one that we have already had, but I just had the urge to do something local. So uh, I picked it up, and I know it's going to be good, and I know what I'm going to give it, but still doesn't uh, mean we shouldn't review it. So what we did, since we're from Ohio, we got something by Rheingeist, which is a brewery out of Cincinnati. Uh, it's their Truth IPA, which I've had and I love. To tell you the truth. To tell you the truth. This is the truth. Truth of beer. Uh, it's a 7.2%. Oh, shit. 75 damn. IBU IPA. It's very hoppy. It's very amazing. Um, they recycle I'm, and I'm very cans. excited about it. So we were uh, we're in cans. We're not in bottles. We did, oh. We're not going to pour it out. We're just going to smell it. Wow. This is stronger than I ever expected. <sighs> I got a little. Oh, my God. Do they? I don't think they have these in uh, bottles. I don't think uh, Ryan Geist is in the bottle. Kind of like Four String. I don't think Four String does anything in bottles. Yeah, they're doing. So straight they're all cans. just doing cans with the the I can't kill baby seals with the the packaging. You know what oh I'm talking about? yeah, yeah, like the really hard plastic toppers. Well, there's no which... holes because a baby seal would try to jump through a hole and get caught and choke. Oh, uh, that's very them. sad. Yeah. So they would they do the the non murderous. And every time I pull it. Pull the can off of it. I feel like I'm gonna break, the, break can the can in half, like Revan. So, uh, all right. So we can't really cheers, but we'll, Once we'll again, try to cheers. Rheingeist, Truth. Cincinnati made. Uh, it's their IPA called. I lied. False. 
the false IPA. Wow. It hits the buds real good. Mm. It's one of my favorite IPAs. It's sharp. It's like a sharp IPA. At 75 IBUs, it's still not like too bitter to handle. It's like the perfect balance of like you, citrus, bitterness. Ugh. Do you know what I'm saying about sharp? Like it's it's not sitting in the back of my throat. Like it's not sitting up front. Bubbly. It's like right in the back of my mouth. It's like just like crisp. Like an apple. If you if you take a bite of a good apple and it sits, you can feel it just like at the back of your cheeks. Like yeah. I got sparkles in my mouth. Yeah. It's very zesty. Cincinnati sparkles. That, that's their, that's what their, it feels like. Their women's basketball team. <laughs> I don't Let's doubt it. Let's go, Sparkles. Let's go. <laughs> Fine, guys. <laughs> um, mm. Let's see. Their little description here. Rare are moments of truth. Oh, wow. When you've struck the last match, Holy belting shit. out tunes with your friends, staring deep into the campfire. Touch a little deeper. Times when you feel infinite. Mm. Our truth is found Push. in the scintillating brilliance. I don't know what that word is. Of hops. Brewed with a nod to the Pacific Hops sizzle with tropical fruit aroma. Scintillating. Grapefruit and mango notes on a dry finish. Yes. Everything like, that you've said is turning me on this beer. Scintillating. Like a scent? Like a, a like scintillating? Or is um, it scent? Cin- huh. I don't know exactly how we can find out. I would think it would be scintillating. Sparkling or shining brightly? The Cincinnati sparkles! I told you about it. I told you. Scandalanings. <laughs> What the fuck do we call it? Sparkle beer. Spark- <laughs> Sparkle zest. It's sparkling in my mouth. Honestly, it is. It's like drinking glitter. <laughs> Pretty close. <laughs> Brewing can in Cincinnati at Ryan Geist Brewery. Yeah, I've, um, like I said, this is, we already had this. This is one of the very few times that we do a beer that we've already had. Usually we pick something random, but like I said, I had the buzz, the bug to do local. So I grabbed it and this is what we're doing. I get yeah, it's good. I like it. I like Ryan Geist. I, actually, I did uh, mistakenly. I bought when we were at sixteen bit. I bought another Ryan Geist, and it was surprisingly not good. A different. Um, I thought I ordered Truth. If they're all, I didn't know they're all single name beers. So I probably ordered like, I don't know, goodness, and they're, and they're like, oh, that's one single word. It's probably the one I'm looking for. Vitality. Yeah. Yeah. Health. They have a session IPA also. So maybe you got that. Yeah, was it? Session yeah. IPAs are notably uh, less potent, less alcohol, less potency. Yeah. So maybe that was it. Possibly. But this is full potency, full goodness, full sparkles. <laughs> um, I'm don't have much deliberation to do on this one. I'm giving it a three stars, man. Ah, uh, three stars. A single three stars. A three stars rating. That's what I meant. I'm gonna give it multiple star. Perfect. Glad we agree. Glad, glad we see eye to eye on this one. <laughs> no, I definitely. Uh, I like this IPA. I like IPAs. This is a great IPA. It's local IPA. <laughs> uh, sparkle IPA. Three out of three. I'm gonna give it a three. Mopar officially gives it a three. Quick so. rundown of our system of ratings: zero to three. Three stars is the best beer. One of the best beers we've ever had. We recommend it to anybody. Two stars is good. For some reason, we had to bump it down. Maybe the price. Maybe it's too strong. Whatever. One star is worth trying. And your stars is to avoid, please, because it's very gross. Only a few zero stars. Did you ever do the side quest we've had. and talk to Bastila and find her mother? Uh, No. On that's one, that's one that I did not do. It's an anchorhead, right? That's where you land in KOTOR on Tatooine. Anchorhead? I think it's Anchorhead. Yeah, Anchorhead. 
Um, she's in that cantina, I believe. Maybe it was a building next to the cantina. But I just wondered because I never talked to her. She always, I was always a woman, and she always fell in love with me. Because no, what what happened? Revin. Well, she goes to the dark side, mm-hmm. and then I always played as a woman and went dark side. So she was just like, "Oh my god, Revan, you're, you're so, so strong, cool, and I like the way you <laughs> like hold the way you it. do your Sith hair." Oh yeah. <laughs> Once I, I think I'm pretty sure I've done all the side quests on Terrace, but once you get off of Terrace and you get Dantooine and you get your lightsaber and you get your force powers, I feel like from that point on, I was just like forward with the main quest. I didn't really spend too much time like fucking around on the other on the other uh, planets. It doesn't. Make I just a, wanted to just dominate people. It doesn't make a huge difference. There, there is some, one thing that makes one of the only ways you can get to the full twenty uh, level twenty though. I always do by doing all those side quests. I always do. Because when you're dark Not side, them, but when you're dark side, you get to kill everybody and get more points. True, and you get attacked more often too. Yep. Well, and when you're at the Starforge, even if you're not, that end Starforge fight right before Malik, you just stand there and destroy those droids until you level up. Just force lightning all around, but don't don't kill the generators. Oh And they'll yeah. just keep generating shit. So if I forever was. For for whatever reason, wasn't at twenty. I would just stand there and fuck shit up. That's a good point. I haven't gotten to the end in a long time. I always get gung ho about it. I start. I get to dance. We get my lightsaber, and then maybe go to one planet. And then I'm like, I forget. I, I'm going away. Back to battlefield. Callow Nord versus. Ooh, that's a good one. If we did uh, Callow versus uh, Cad Bane. Hmm. Because everybody was saying, uh, okay. To reference this, I posted earlier today a Cad Bane versus Boba Fett. On and as I was posting it, I knew everyone was going to say Boba Fett. Because Boba Fett's a badass. By the way, Boba Fett, while he was in Clone Wars, was a child and he was running shit. Like, everyone was like, Boba, that should we do this? That was and fucking that, yeah. sweet. And that little eight-year-old kid's just like, yeah, we're going to fucking do this. And we're going to do it my way. Why? Because I'm fucking Boba Fett. Going to kill Mace something? Windu. He killed my dad. I got... I got just 250 gotta... million brothers and sisters running around as clones. You want to fuck with me again? <laughs> I'll tell my older brother, Rex. <laughs> he got like adopted by Aura Singh, right? She was like training him. Um, the I first time you pop that. up, the first time you pop up, yeah, the first time that he shows up, he's being trained by Aura Singh. She kind of like adopted him and he's training him as a bounty hunter. And then he infiltrates along with a bunch of young clones like he's part of like the training thing because he looks obviously just like them and he's his plan is to like kill Mace Windu yes yes I do remember that fucking sweet that's really early on I just didn't yeah yeah, yeah it is but yeah he's still super young uh yeah so <clears throat> I posted the question Cad Bane against Boba Fett a lot of people said Boba Fett obviously yeah um which is kind of frustrating because if you're going off popular stuff so I would probably delete novels and whatever if going off of what you can watch Cad Bane does a fuck ton more than well this has always been everyone's butthurt argument about Boba Fett it's like half and half if you go off the movies Boba Fett is terrible yeah, but he he's, captures he's, Han, and then he falls in the Starlight Pit on accident. Even in Clone Wars, he's a badass little kid, but he is a little kid. And Cad Bane's a, f- I mean, ruthless. Understandable. I think Cad Bane kills more people than anyone else. In the Clone Wars? Yes. More physical humans. And I, well, because I'm sure at some point, 
Grievous probably kills more. Well, maybe. He kills a lot of Jedi. You, he doesn't kill as many as you think in, in that Clone Wars series. Well, not in that one, but the, the I'm talking about first, overall. The first Clone Wars series was... Oh, yeah. yeah, he would just wail. Or, he would just be a blinding flash of light because it was that kind of animation. And just uh, and then as soon as his blinding light stopped, there'd be 20 dead Jedi. <laughs> yeah. And then uh, and then Kiati was just like, oh, shit, better get, uh, get out of here. Back to the council. <laughs> better go tell some people. <laughs> better start I feel like it's I feel like it's unfair to talk about Boba and not include the EU. Because if you're not talking about the EU stuff with Boba, then he's just, he's stupid. Well, but that's right after I, I posted that versus battle was a little bit of EU of Vader and Boba going hand in hand. And he was putting up with them. I think Vader actually ended up winning. Well, I, they were, there was two pictures that I posted and I think Vader won one of them. Uh, and Vader had to run from the other one. There's an issue that I have with that. I haven't read that comic. But I feel like if Boba and Vader, they just walk into a room and they're facing each other. Instantly, Anakin, without even taking out his lightsaber or moving a muscle, should just crush his body and be done with it. This Boba, is part of the Fett, inconsistencies of... But you got to think, Boba Fett has... I mean, I'm thinking as like more of like a gunslinger. He's standing there and just... Wah, boom! And I mean, even if you're a Jedi... I mean, you've got to get the fuck out of the way. We just Vader would just stop it. Like he, I don't know, Boba. Can you just stop uh, Boba Fett's blasters? I mean, he does have a like a, more of a rifle rather than a. Still, it's it's fucking it's Anakin. right. Right. Well, look at what fucking Kylo did. Poe Dameron, stop shooting at me, you bitch! And then just walked the fuck up and smacked him. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. That's what I'm saying. This is part of the inconsistencies. We mentioned this on the last episode. When Maybe we were he was all tired about, out after killing thousands of wow, Jedi and it. walked up and was fuck. just like, Boba, I don't want to fight you. I'm tired. Let me take a Sith nap. Now, don't get me wrong. The idea of Boba Fett facing off with Vader is fucking sweet. But if we're going to be realistic about how powerful Vader is and should be, if he sees Boba Fett and he's a threat, he should just crush his face. Done. No disintegrations. Especially me, bitch. I'm scared of fire. <laughs> yeah, don't disintegrate me. I'm going to choke you. <laughs> Don't disintegrate. If you kill me, I'm going to fucking kill you, bro. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. So, Cad Bane was a I badass. Would, I would have to rewatch uh, again, like I talked about before, I would rate that Cad Bane guy. Because I know he's sweet, but I don't remember quite, specifics. Quite consistently, there would be a plot, and Cad Bane would get involved and just kill someone. And then the plot was just like, oh, shit, like... Everything we need we need that guy to tell. Boom! Like, <laughs> oh shit! Never mind. He's, he's not, not there anymore. Around. Yeah, he was. He didn't even ask questions. He's just shoot first and then collect my bounty. Don't even ask questions. Oh, anymore. there was no just, bounty on him. Well, you owe me fifty bucks, anyways. Got blood on my suit. <laughs> blood on my hat. Um, yeah. Yeah, his little cowboy hat. Little. He's cool. Jesus is like a pontoon boat umbrella. <laughs> it's a penguin umbrella on his head. Yep, yep. So. Uh, keeps him safe from the precipitation. <laughs> oh, dear Lord, baby Jesus. I dig it. That's a, that was an interesting question, too. It's funny to hear what people say. A lot of people. Well, well the people that said Cad Bane were, like, ragingly mad. They're like, uh, Boba does fucking nothing. And everyone else was yeah, just like, I Boba. wonder about, like, all the Boba Fett EU stuff. I wonder what's canon and what's not. 
I have to imagine the bounty hunter wars are probably not canon anymore. The non-doctor said Bobo would kick Bane's ass, and that's saying a lot because my dog's name is Bane. <laughs> <laughs> well, he's probably named Bane for Darth Bane. Hopefully. True. I wonder why they did that. Why did they name him Cad Bane? Why not? It makes complete sense to me. It's confusing. What? So? Darth Bane doesn't even exist. I know, but if you just say Bane... No, Darth Bane does exist. But if you just say Bane... Who are you talking about? Darth. Lord. Bane. Which one? <laughs> Which one? <laughs> one with the goddamn sundress on. <laughs> what? Wearing that hat. Orbalisk sundress. Orbalisk sundress. <laughs> Dear B. Yep. Um, what would you think if... So we <clears throat> we learned when they announced about uh, Battlefront and the Battlefront trailer and stuff that Boba Fett living through the Sarlacc pit is canon. But I'm wondering... I feel like we need a concise list of what's canon and what's legends. Because you got to think the Bounty Hunter Wars... That has a lot to do with Boba Fett and why people think he's fucking awesome. And not to mention all the other Bounty Hunters that you see in episode 5. So is that canon? Because if it's not, then Boba Fett, maybe he lives, but he still doesn't do anything. There's nothing written that's canon about him doing stuff. Yeah, it's I very, guess that's the issue. Very confusing. So they said it's canon that he lives, yet they didn't say the Bounty Hunter books are canon. And I'm So conf- you're like, well, he gets out, but then what does he do? Just stumble around and gets eaten by another one? Right, <laughs> exactly. Because they, uh, they've put out a list of the new canon. But all it includes is the movies, Clone Wars and Rebels, and the new books that have come out in the past year. It doesn't it doesn't throw in any of the old books. I'm wondering like if there's novels that are written that take place along the course of the movies, I feel like those have to be canon. Like we have Labyrinth of Evil, where Anakin and Obi-Wan are hunting down Dooku. Now that, that before that, episode three, that, is that uncanny. has to be canon. That, that has to be uncanon. Why? It doesn't make sense that it's not canon because he could still exist and everything else would be, still be fine. But I don't think they were limiting. They said, you know what? Before episode four, nothing's canon other than the book, other than the movies. I feel like if it takes place during the timeline, the start of episode one, the end of episode six, if the book was written to take place in that timeline, I feel like it's canon. Well, the only issue is but if, we haven't if, gotten a list, so if I've someone no dies idea. in one of those books that they, for whatever reason, bring back. No one did, though. Mm, Stuff. And then he Maul came back never, in the Clone Wars. Maul never dies. Ashoka, she never dies. What if they bring her back? And then she's back? in Rebels. She, yeah, they did bring her back. She's in Rebels. She's in Rebels. A little bit. Well, no, she is in Rebels. <laughs> She's in Rebels. It's bad release. Rebels. All right. Hmm. We need a list, man. Kathleen a Kennedy. Canon list? Get your canon list. Look online. We no, like I said, we have a canon list, but it doesn't include any of the old books. I see. Which is wait, like, wait, say I'm sorry, then I must have missed something. So the canon list right now says it has all six movies, it has Clone Wars and Rebels, and then it has the new books like Aftermath, Tarkin, Lost Stars. Like the and new, that's it. the new books that they brought out in 2015. But like Darth Maul's it. saboteur, the heck, that can be canon because that doesn't change anything. That's what I'm asking about. Yeah, because it takes place. Well, it's kind of it's right before Episode One. Right. It's it's kind of to the point where if I think it's canon, it's canon because, well, I'm <laughs> honestly, 
Like those Darth Maul books, they happen. They doesn't change anything going forward. So yeah, of course it's canon. Doesn't change anything yet. Darth Bane doesn't. That has to be canon. Revan shit, that has to be canon. I don't care what the fuck they say. I'm wondering why they bothered making the older public stuff legends because it's so long ago that it doesn't interfere with what they're about to make. Right. So what's the point? You don't have to. You could reference it or you couldn't. And it's still just old shit. It doesn't matter. I still play in KOTOR like a couple times a year. I so. would I would be ecstatic if they fucking mentioned an old Sith Lord in 7, 8, or 9. If if Kylo was just like, come on, Darth Vader, I need your help. Just stay bad. And, and then, then Bane shows up. And He's then like, Bane, listen. Yeah. Or you just hear Revan like, you think Vader's badass? Look, you should see my mask, vision. <laughs> <laughs> I killed but, Mandalore. What the fuck? But, or, or he finds a holocron or a holocran or a, a, a holopen, you know. Um, Holomarker. Holo purple crayon. I really fucking hope, as much as they fucking talk about holocrons in Star Wars universe, there's not in any of the movies. I really want Snoke or like just bust out, like I got a, a library of holocrons. By the way, this is all teachings. I'm, I'm busy. Study this holocron and train. I'll be back. <laughs> I'll be back in a second. I got to go fund my new... Uh, fucking campaign to kill the resistance. AKA, you gotta take a Sith shit. That's one big point that people made, by the way, when we're talking about Snoke being Plagueis, possibly. People were like, where, if the if the Empire fell and the First Order's coming out of nothing, how are they getting funding and all this kind of stuff to build the Starkiller base and, like, create an army? And people are saying, well, it, obviously, Snoke is Plagueis, then he runs the Bacon Clan, he's rich as fuck. He, by the way, Snoke, or Plagueis does not run the Bacon Clan. So that's a very weird thing to say. What do you mean he doesn't run? He's the immune. But not all immunes run all, the whole fucking banking clan. No, but I thought he runs the banking clan. No, his his alter, his actual sh- name is uh, Hito. Fuck! I just I just thought of it. Someone posted this shit earlier. I'm just telling you what I what I saw. Damask is his name. Um, I got Damask for he's, you. He's he's uh, very rich. Yes. He's an entrepreneur and he invests and his family was rich, but so was Palpatine. True. So he was, was a noble. He was born a noble, like one of three families on Naboo that just is like billionaires. So was Dooku. Which I'm about to be tonight. I forgot about look at them numbers. <laughs> Powerball. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, somebody was commenting this. That's why I mentioned it. I mean, let me look, see exactly what they said on our Instagram. He posted that awesome, awesome, awesome picture of Palpatine training with Plagueis. Yes. I think I've posted that before, but I've caught it again, and I'm like, I have to repost this shit. That is a wicked picture. That's probably during that 10 years that I was talking to to you about last episode. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The, that's probably during the 10 years, that because he looks a little younger there. Well, not a, quite a bit younger, but he was supposed to be 18 to 28. He was supposed to be uh, Plagueis' Sith bitch. Nice. So he had we long got, red hair and he was a beautiful human being. We got Monty Burns fan 1989 on Instagram. He said, uh, particularly, was was very influential in the banking clan, helped create the Naboo crisis, helped Jabba the Hutt take over Tatooine. Economically creating upheaval in the galaxy. So apologies, yes. he didn't run the making clan. But to me, that's that's very very close. He has enough power to create these things. To, to, Vader to, has enough power to destroy many things. But understandable. Make him the leader of the banking clan. 
Well, it does. <sighs> it technically doesn't make him leader of the empire either. Yes, it does. He just destroyed the emperor. Tarkin's telling Vader to shut the fuck up. Yeah, but he's across the galaxy and his Sith mobile choking the shit out of him. <laughs> Sith mobile. <laughs> that reminds me of the Batmobile. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about? Is that where? I know. I know. I guess my Tarkin's my... giggling. <laughs> Vader's a bitch. <laughs> oh shit! I'm sorry. I can't breathe anymore. And Palpatine's <laughs> like Vader. We need him. Stop. All right. I love it. I'm about to reread that shit again. That's a very comical way to say it. <laughs> I love it. I no, absolutely I know. love it's just it. The way you described it was like Vader's I know. just like a clown having fun with like his his. Uh, Remember when your esophagus didn't work? You know your lungs are uh, crushed into oblivion. <laughs> that right was now. on me. <laughs> say something now. You can't. Got your diaphragm in a fucking vice grip, bitch. <laughs> So that is something to think about. <laughs> if Snoke is Plagueis or a new Snoke version. Snoke is not Plagueis. I hate why. If Snoke is a version of Plagueis. I hope he is Plagueis, but it's I, it's been released that he's not. Like why? I, I understand. He looks, sounds, acts like Plagueis. Like I said, I don't think it's out of the question that they are going to make Snoke Plagueis with a different name. And a different race, because obviously he's not immune. But it's not out of the question that they're like... They're taking Plagueis' story, and this is Snoke. What if it was like a crazy interactive holocron? It's possible, too. Because Bane jumps out at Yoda when he goes into that Sith tomb. Yeah. And Bane straight up was just like, oh, man, you're really strong in the forest. Obviously, you came here to be my apprentice, right? <laughs> That's what he says. And Yoda's like, uh, no. Like, well, you came here to fight me. No, I'm not going to fight you. Why? Because you're not alive. You're too dead. green to be your Get apprentice. Get the fuck out of here, bitch. Making it <laughs> fucking smoky in here. Emphysema, Sith, bitch. I guess we'll find out in like 500 days. <laughs> yeah. Daisy Ridley's been r- rubbing off on me. <laughs> what do you she's, mean? She's a pretty woman. I've, I still... Of course she's a pretty woman. I, I pose this question. You just, she just doesn't look... Daisy or Leia? Or Daisy or Carrie? In terms of what? Like, just like... Sexual prowess. <laughs> prowess. <laughs> uh, no, I think Daisy really is a uh, very attractive female. Oh, yeah. She's very pretty. She's a very pretty girl. Carrie Fisher Young is fucking a... She's a bombshell. I thought she was fucking awesome. The only... She's thing- much more curvy. I, I, well, and it's hard to say because Daisy was all shacked up in a fucking used tarp tent. That's the what entire I was going to say. Thing. Like, Daisy really is, is gorgeous. Ray was sweating with an awkward, like, three-bun hairdo in a fucking tarp the whole movie. Yeah. She, I mean, they're both very pretty women, but from what, I, what I've seen, I'm going to lean towards Leia. Uh, and I like her snarkiness. Leia's got, oh, of course. Leia's got, like, backhanded comments to her, and Daisy's just like, oh, good, good. Uh, oh, my God, I finally got my wish. Stop taking my hand. Stop Not to say that Carrie hand. Fisher isn't attractive, but the only picture pictures of her that I was really like wow like she's gorgeous is those ones for like Rolling Stone after Return of the Jedi when she was in like the slave Leia thing in like on like a beach or something no, like every, those I was like man she's gorgeous what? every picture they, they have close ups of her in her um, it's not episode 5 I'm fighting in the snow suit of course she's cute but whatever she's I yeah of course she's to cute each is, to each her own they're both beautiful human beings well well, one's, one's a beautiful human being right now, but uh, oh please, <laughs> no. Um, well, taking great parts in the Star Wars universe, happy to have them on board. I do. I still do like the the snarkiness, and we don't know yet if uh, Ray's going to be a 
crazy cool Jedi or she's gonna follow Dark Side or some crazy shit. So she could be awesome too. But the snarky still, name, name calling. I still can't believe that they had Luke. All that build up for Luke to be in there for a minute. He didn't I, I say lo- a I, word. I love it, but I also I also hate it at the same time. Yeah, that's <sighs> because when they have him at publicity stuff, they bring him to Celebration Anaheim, and he's like on stage, like he's like the front man. Obviously, this is Luke Skywalker, and then you get to see the movie, and he's where, where the fuck's Luke? All right, where's Luke? Where's Luke? All right, where's Luke? Here he is. He looks like he's about to cry, laugh, exclaim, and jump off a cliff at the same time, and he, yeah. and he says nothing. She, yeah, oh, Ray was like, it. "I love it and I hate it." Good job, yeah. DJ. Good Ray job. was like, "Here's here's a lightsaber," and he's like, oh, "Yeah, I ha- there was a hand with it. Did you grab that too?" Uh, <laughs> yeah. I also was also speaking of the lightsaber. I was really mad that Maz Kanata was just like a great story for a different time. Just fucking just give me one hint. <laughs> give me one hint of how you got that, please. Yeah, because she dies, doesn't she? We suppose supposedly no, she dies. No, 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 no. We don't see that at all. They gas chambered the fuck out of that place. We don't see that at all. It was in the background. She oh. comes out of the. She comes out of there with. Uh, actually, don't quote me on that because I'm not sure if it's true. She didn't come out with Mahan and Chewie. They all come out of that like little basement area. So if they all made it out, I'm assuming that she didn't get killed in there. So I'm I'm assuming it's fair. It's fair to say that she survived. And hopefully got off the planet or something. I think uh, I think she's I alive. I think she has a big part to play. Especially if everyone's calling her the new Yoda. She has a big part to play. She's not the new Yoda. She's the old Maz. I didn't say that. Other people are saying Because she's short and alien. It could be another short. Well, she's a short, wise alien, I guess. But She's a thousand years old. God damn it. I wonder how long. What kind of species is she? Maz species? Canada species. <laughs> I'm going to look it up, actually. They might pull a Yoda, yeah. They might pull a Yoda thing and be like, "Oh, her species is unknown." She's, she's like orange, she's got big eyes. <laughs> she's got she <laughs> small eyes. Actually, I should say small eyes. Yeah, she's got those guys because she's nearsighted. So. <laughs> uh, let's see. Pulling up on Wikipedia. She was born approximately one thousand years before the Battle of Yavin. Force sensitive female smuggler who lived for over one thousand years. That's all she said. That's all it says. She isn't, a, she isn't a species. She's just a being. Uh, although for... Okay. Although she was Force sensitive, she was never trained as a Jedi. So when she says she knows the Force, I originally thought that she meant that she's she's known Jedi in the past and she knows what the Force is, but she's actually Force sensitive. Yeah, that's what I thought. I didn't realize that at first. She just didn't pick sides because she was a smuggler. She's like, well, I'll use my advantage. Here's a lightsaber. Let's go. Better make some cash money off this bar I have on fucking my... Little, little castle palace. Mm-hmm. Uh, it has, yeah, it says nothing about her race at all. Damn. Yeah. Well, you know what's? I, I looked up. Uh, God damn. What, First, were, what were those species that that Han was smuggling? There was three of them. Those big crazy things. Mytars, Martars, Rathars, Reptars, Rathars, Rath, Reptars. Um, <laughs> oh, I'm Reptar. Oh, I'm Reptar. <laughs> uh, and they were talking about, oh yeah, remember you know you never heard of a, a Rathar? You don't remember the massacre of blah blah blah? I looked up that massacre and it just says massacre that happened. What was it? Massacre what? Rathars? I don't think, no, you know what I'm talking about? Where they uh, Finn references that? 
You never heard of the, the massacre on Blank Planet? Oh, yeah. Oh. With the Rathars? And uh, I looked it up on Wikipedia, and that's all it says. There was a massacre on this planet. Period. <laughs> Reference. Finn. Way to dodge a bullet, fucking Lucasfilm. Yep. Uh, let's find. Let's see if it says that on Rathar on Wikipedia. Goddamn ads. Who else trying to make That's money on That's why I found stuff? it. It should be in the description, and you should be able to click on it, and it literally goes to a page. At- the Trillia Massacre. Yeah. The Trillia, <laughs> Trillia Massacre. This is so fucking hilarious. It all says that the Trillia Massacre was an event involving dangerous creatures known as Rathars. During this incident, a number of beings were munched into pieces. A number of beings. <laughs> it says the word munched. It doesn't say eaten or killed or destroyed. Says it says mumbo jumbo. Munched. God damn that line. <laughs> Fuck that line. That and Leia's, oh, Snoke turned our leader to the dark side or fucking whatever. That was douche chill moment of the movie. Other than that, it was so good. I don't know. He was talking about a bunch of mumbo jumbo and stuff. Always thought it was a bunch of mumbo jumbo. I'm 70. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, computers. Um, while we're on a rant about Force Awakens, let's talk about something that else will be posted here on Instagram to get some fans' opinions. So I saw something. Uh, I shared it. It was Vader's mask and Kylo's mask next to each other. It said, Vader used a mask for life support. What purpose did Kylo Ren use a mask? So... Obviously, in the movie, he has the mask. That's kind of like uh, the scary side of him. That's like the dark side of him. Um, and then we see when he takes it off, he has to like, he hits a button and it kind of like, it undoes like the front of it. I don't know how to say it. Like the front part of it like detaches, moves up, and then takes the mask off. But everyone was curious as like, do you need it for a specific reason? Are you just trying to like look like a badass? No, he was concealing his identity. Just obs- obsessed with Vader. He's concealing his identity. No identities, no. He's Jason Bourne. I guess, but it's elaborate for just that. Well, a lot of people were saying it was a part of the Knights of Ren and that they all have very similar helmets and masks, so it's more of a clan thing than a Sith Lord thing. That's what I thought most of. Uh, We had a lot of 500 comments. Uh, We had a lot of... Excuse me. We had a lot of to hide who he is... And Kylo is trying to imitate his granddaddy. Yeah. The general uh, consensus was like, I'm copying Vader because I love Vader. I want to be like Vader. Vader's awesome. And then it was just, um, he's trying to hide who he is. Trying to to hide that he looks like Han Solo. Yeah. How can I best look like Vader? Well, you can either throw yourself into a lava pit or (laughs) you can put this mask on. Oh, the mask. I'm going to sign up for the mask, Uh. please. One mask, please. (laughs) Put it on my Sith credit card. Uh, someone says because he's not good looking to hide his bitch looking face. Jesus. There's some haters on on Kylo. Come on, guys. I don't understand why. Oh, I mean, I do because they're fucking trolls. But you come onto a, they're not a, a trolls Star- though. No, but listen, you you come onto a, like a, a Star Wars podcast Instagram, go to a Star Wars picture of someone you actively hate, and then comment about how much you hate them. Hate them. Just like you've gone so far out of your way to complain, you are just a douchebag. <laughs> no, Partially, it makes me yeah. mad that just like how much hate people spread and they don't even think twice about it. Just I'm actually oh, s- Star Wars is the worst. I one dude was screaming that's the new Star Wars was the worst sci-fi film ever created ever. I was like, have you ever seen any other Star Wars? Anything else? You watched Star Trek before? Jesus, <laughs> anything? There's a lot of terrible. 
Uh, ever dude. watched anything from the Sci-Fi Channel? Oh my God, a lot of it's. I horrific. am actually very surprised. First of all, how many people hate Kylo, and second of all, how many people are shitting on the new movie? I know it has like a ninety-five percent rating on like Rotten Tomatoes and IMDb. It is about to be the biggest selling movie of all time ever. There's so many Star Wars fans that are shitting on it. Well, the issue this is this is how I'm viewing it. So hey, many this people. this is. This is Star Wars Black Album. There's a they finally made something that made mo well most of the Star Wars fans happy, and brought in a lot of and new and brought in a new a, a new generation of people that had maybe had never heard. But you know, it is different from the original stuff. So right. that some people that are too hardcore like they take it personally. Right. Well, that's what I'm saying. And then these beloved movies that you were a part of, you were a part of this, you know. Sci-fi universe, all these Star Wars nerds, and then this new movie comes out, and these people that didn't like Star Wars originally are now in your group, and you're pissed off because it's not such a nice nitty. You know what I'm talking about. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about, though. I it's do. Just, I do. Like, shut up and just enjoy the movie. I don't know what people expected to happen. You take a franchise that overnight was one of the biggest successes of all time and one of the biggest pop star icons of all time 20 years well 15 years afterwards some would say was ruined with the prequel movies and then 10 years after that it gets revived with the original actors like I don't know what you expected to happen I feel like they under the circumstances they made the best movie that they possibly could have made the only thing I would ask for is an extra 15 minutes to explain more stuff. And never but, say mumbo jumbo. Never say mumbo jumbo. But literally with four or with with seven of the original actors 30 years after episode 6 with a whole new crew, a whole new company owned by Disney, like they made the a perfect movie under the circumstances. I don't know what else anyone expected from that at all. And to shit on it just because it's similar to New Hope, I feel like they did that on purpose just to bring in the old people, give them something familiar, and then bring in all the new people with the new part of the franchise. Like, I don't well, know how you can complain it, about that. Well, the, we, the I know plot. we complain about it right away, but after we saw it a second and a third time, we're like, fuck how similar it is. It's a fucking great movie. Yeah. It's one, it's a great, it's a, such a high rated movie. 93% on Rotten Tomatoes is such a high rating. They are fucking harsh with all of their all of their ratings. 93% is so good. Yeah. Go. <clears throat> you had something to say. I thought about not cutting you off, but I just had to finish my little thought. Because I know you forgot about everything that you were going to say. <laughs> yeah. Uh... So, you know, under the circumstances, they made as good a movie as they could. Counterpoint. It's my argument about how much of a Star Wars fan was J.J. Truly and the makers of Episode 7. Because they had, while they had and capitalized on a lot of opportunities, they missed a, a shitload of opportunities in Episode I 7. I agree. So those fans that were thinking, maybe we'll, we'll see a hint of this or a hint of that or whatever... They had a lot of opportunity to go a different route, make your own movie, which they did not. While episode seven was glorious and awesome, and they did open a new avenue with Kylo and the, yeah. the Sith are kind of gone and yeah. the Jedi are even gone. Like, yeah. 
you still had so much opportunity to go like crazy with it, and you you tighten that that clamp down way too much. You, I agree you, with you, that. You stayed way too true to the the original trilogy. It's glaring in those in those scripts. In those moments he where it seems... He turned our to the dark side. It's like, okay, JJ, what the fuck was that? I, I forgive it, though. For the movie oh, overall, that, so I... You for, do, so I you for, forgive episode three because a couple bad lines, that's fine. No, there's only two bad lines in There's seven. a lot more than two. There's only two. Mm, you have to see it again. I, <laughs> there's only two. We'll have to see it again. Okay. We can pick it apart. All right. Well, we're going to do fanboy commentary as soon as it comes out on Blu-ray. Um, I, no, I agree with you. There was a lot of missed opportunities. I think that when Disney acquired Lucasfilm, I think it was a perfect opportunity for them to try to do something with the original actors. And because they wanted to do that, I hate to say like maybe it was like limiting a money grab because they wanted to like, oh, guys, we're bringing back the original actors. It's going to be huge. That's all exciting and good. But if they hadn't done that, the, the book would have been open to do whatever. Well, and we well, talked about this when we, when we heard that they acquired it. We talked about this. Like, why are you bringing them back? Like, it's cool to see where they would have been 30 years later. But, like, you own Star Wars. You can do whatever you want. Go Old Republic. Go a thousand years in the future and make up a completely new cast, new planets, new characters, new storylines. And just do sold. whatever you want. That wouldn't have sold as well. Anything Star Wars would have sold. Uh, well, true. It might not have been it, the biggest movie of all time. It wouldn't have. But it would have. It definitely would have sold. Jesus. Anakin. Yeah. I think this first one was a test. It was a money grab. Let's bring these ca- characters back before they die. Half money grab, yeah. Um, and in doing that, bringing these people back, you limited the uh, amount of options as far as plots. Like, now you have to have... Han and Leia, and they have to have kids. They have to. I did think it was there interesting to be children. that Han and Leia weren't happily together, though. True. I thought it was very interesting. Who knows if they were even married? Who knows now, if is, after episode six, they just hooked up, had one kid, and then were like, okay, he's force sensitive. Let's train him. And then a year later, well, I guess a lot more than one year later, but, and then later on, he's like, well, he's evil, so let's uh, fuck this. <laughs> get the hell out of here. Chewie, let's go get some Raptars. Raptars. Uh, yeah. Uh, let's move the fuck on. <laughs> Talked a lot about The Force Awakens. I know, but the more people complain about him, I just I bring it back up. Like, guys, what else did you want? There's going to be haters. I don't It's It is what it is. It's, it was the, it's the biggest movie of all time, and people are dissing it. Be why? Because they can. I'm sensing the power. I'm though. upset. Why? Sensing Kylo the pa- I'm wasn't sensing all powerful. What? And for anyone complaining about Kylo Ren, you should be happy that you have a powerful villain who isn't just automatically awesome and has all of his shit together and is just going to go out and fucking win the day for like the dark side of the force. Without question. Just, yeah, for those improbably powerful that no matter what happens, they're just going to blow their shit. Like Like Vader just walks into anything and you know he's just going to rape everything. Until, yeah, until his son shows up on the the second Death Star. Like literally, you should be so happy that you have such a a diverse character that you're about to learn so much more about in episode eight and nine that he's not just purely amazingly evil. He has a light side to him. He has struggle. He has issues that he's dealing with. 
Kills like, his dad. God, you should be you should be happy with that. Of course he's a whiny bitch because he's only half trained and he's still he's sad that he just fucking stabbed his dad in the chest. Like you should be happy that he's such a diverse character. Well, I think of the other thing God. during that if when people God. when can, people complain about the the uh, Ray and Kylo fight and why Ray wins, um, you've got to think one. Ray was intimidating. And that's what Kylo's always been up to this point. He just walks the fuck up, does what he wants, tells people to do stuff, and walks the fuck out. And when he walked in to intimidate Ray like he did Poe, bitch, tell me everything. You, uh, stop! Those are my secrets! And he's like, fuck that! I'm getting the hell out of exactly. here. Think of that mental state. You have control over every single person ever except for Snoke. And all of a sudden, you have this scavenger, and you're trying to read her thoughts, and then she reads your thoughts. Like, that's going to set your entire focus off for the rest of... Because that happened on Starkiller Base before the final attack and before the final battle. That sets off your entire focus. Like, for the rest of the day, he goes into the battle shaken because someone, for the first time in, like, 10, 15 years, was able to read his thoughts. Well, he's shaken from that, plus he just killed his dad... Plus, it's fucking cold outside. Plus, his giant super weapon's getting destroyed. Plus, I think he left his mask on the Starkiller base. True. He's sad about that. Blew it up. And like, Vader's mask, which was like giant memorabilia for him. I didn't even think about that. I just thought about Vader's it. Vader's mask was destroyed, most likely. I had oh, to have been. I just thought about that. Also, don't forget that... You better have Vader's cockle plate. <laughs> is that still melted in the fire? Oh, I just want his necklace. Fire. Yeah. <laughs> it's a little chain necklace. There's butt flaps. <laughs> <laughs> also, don't forget when you see Rey on Jakku, when those two when those two thugs try to capture BB-8, she fucks those guys up. It's not Wait, like she doesn't on, BB, on Jakku when those... Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Those two guys try to capture BB-8 right when Finn lands. Yep. Or yep. right when Finn gets to the village. She, it's not like she doesn't know what she's doing. She has that double, that long staff, and she's fucking guys up with that. So it's not out of the question when she gets a lightsaber and 30 minutes later realize that she had the force. Like, it, it makes, it makes total sense. I was mad at first also, but I watched it a second and a third time, and it makes total sense. I'm yeah, completely think, happy with it. I think the worst thing to do is go in, hate it, and then never see it again. And just complain about the rest of your life. Yeah. See go it. see it again. Don't go see it with your friends. Go see it by yourself. Sit there and just cry yourself to sleep if it's yes. that bad. Yes. If not, talk about it. If you haven't seen it three times, like, you can't really debate it, please. I wonder when it's going to come out on uh, VHS. <laughs> I want an original copy. I want unaltered. VHS. Actually, I heard they're supposed to finally release unaltered Blu-rays. You guys are going to be so mad. Telling you, 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 you're gonna be wary of what you ask for. I want something that looks like shit, sounds like shit, and is shit. There it is. If there was I know, a way, I know, I know Lucas fucked a lot of things up. If there was a way for them to bridge the gap between the special edition that and the wouldn't, unaltered, they can't. Well, right, I was to say, but they can't call it like, unaltered. Enhance. Well, then come call it something different. Enhance the picture and the sound like you did. Fix some of the space battles like you did. But get rid of fucking Ronto's walking in front of the screen and farting. Get rid of Han shooting second. Like, just get rid of all that stuff that was changed. Keep the good stuff. Keep the sound. Keep the enhanced graphics. And that's what I want. But I'll take on all to Blu-ray. I'll take it. I'll probably never buy it. 
I have the unaltered VHS. It's shitty. <laughs> That's why I never watch it. Uh, but then we'll again, it being VHS uh, decreases a lot of the quality. Well, because you got to think if they if they release unaltered on Blu-ray, they're still going to enhance the picture quality for for HD. But they're enhancing VHS quality. It's before VHS. But think of all the stuff in the special edition that they enhanced for the Blu-rays that they, that they didn't change at all. Think of the original shots and stuff that they enhanced. They look they look good. Enhanced well, enhanced for HD. But you're saying un- enhanced, but unaltered no, means no, 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 not no, 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 touched. No. Okay, sorry. I should specify. Unaltered as in like the original cut, nothing was changed and is now enhanced to HD. If I'm hoping, if I, if well, I, because you, if I you see seen, unaltered on a Blu-ray, if you're gonna make it on Blu-ray, you have to enhance it for HD. That's what I'm hoping mm, for. I don't know. I'm just that's saying. That's what I'm scared of. I'm just saying no extra of those changes. Enhance the quality like they did, like all the original shots in the new Blu-rays that wasn't altered. All the new shots are still enhanced for HD. They look good. Don't you're gonna be pissed off at episode five. I want that it. Snow, I want it. That snow ATAT. I want it. You could see like the guy like string puppeting the fucking ATAT across. It's I bad. want it. I want it. It's gonna be more like a uh, puppet play than. I want it. A Star Wars. I want it. I want it willingly. <laughs> yep. 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 So <laughs> I'll probably never buy them. That's I, silly. Because I have them. You have them on VHS. So, I truly think that they're gonna be like, "All right, we gotta upgrade it to the Blu-ray. See how terrible it is in extra HD. Like, see how you could clearly see that guy's face peeking over the Dagobah set. It's right there, <laughs> his left eyeball. But now you can see it clear as daylight. So, clear as purple crayon. So, Star Wars is Star Wars, man. I'm excited for whatever. More content's good, except when it's bad. <laughs> Please no more prequels. <laughs> no, I, I'm excited for the if if they did a pre prequels. This is the story of Plagueis. And no, I meant prequels as in the way know, they did them. I know, but if they did that, if Disney was just like, you know what, Mark Hamill, you stay the fuck home. You keep laughing your way. I'm not going to. I know, but I'm saying this is a missed opportunity. That if, oh, we'll buy Star Wars and then we'll go back and do three movies before the prequels. The missed opportunity is to stop trying to fix all that and just go completely brand new. That would have been brand new. Yeah, but you're still before the prequels. So you're still leading up into the story about the Skywalkers. Yeah, but it's all unknown. You started episode one and nothing's explained. There are Jedi. There is a kid that just showed up, period. There's pod racing sometimes. Or sing. She said she's singing... Hula day on that balcony. I'm, I'm like we talked about when they announced that they were buying Lucasfilm. I'm talking about Old Republic or completely brand new in the future New Republic. <clears throat> that would have been too much of like an alternate franchise at that point because they could have fucked around so much and made it so different that it's just like, is this even part of the Star Wars universe? Like, um, oh, of course, yeah. it's within, within their grasp. To say yes or no, it's canon or not. But if they just went way off the deep end and created something crazy, a lot of fans would probably shun it like they are with fucking seven. So it doesn't matter. I say that's a small majority, though. 
A small minority, I should say. Missed opportunities is my my biggest complaint about episode seven. That's and that's really but good. the overall notion is they did they made the best movie that they could have made with the old actors in the setting that they chose. They literally made the best movie that they could have made with what they did what they did. I think. That's my that's my overall rating. No numbers, just that's what they what what they could have done. They did it as good as they could. Mm-hmm. And I'm excited for eight and nine. And Rogue One. Also, some people are trying to say that that lead of Rogue One, Felicity Jones, I think is her name, is that she has something to do with Ray's uh, backstory. Like it's Ray's Abandonment. mom. Yep. Like it's Ray's mom or something. Well, I was thinking uh, when we were talking about Boba Fett and him surviving the Sarlacc pit, maybe that's what that Boba Fett movie's about. They, that's not confirmed, though. What do you mean? The is- Boba Fett being a movie, that's not confirmed. The, the third spinoff is not confirmed yet. I confirmed it. <laughs> I, yeah, it I, I try to confirm it. You got Rogue One, you got the Han Solo um, origin, and the third one is not confirmed. All right. Which is sad. It'd be cool. It'd be great if it's Boba Fett. I mean, fuck shit. I'd really honestly prefer it over anything else, but... I oh, just, I want to grieve this movie. That'd be awesome, too. I mean, if we're going to go like that, like there's been a IMDb listing for a live-action Star Wars TV show for like since episode three came out, and that nothing happened with that. So you never know. They change. They could change shit like on the on the dime. On the dime. Is that a, is that a saying? Like Did I make that up? Stopping on the dime, not changing shit on the dime. Well, it's similar. Like all of a sudden, like oh fuck that. I'm gonna change the way your face looks in on dime. <laughs> I'm gonna change Star Wars on a dime. On a deck, Terry. <laughs> Actually, I looked that up. It's Dateri. There's no, there's no C in there. It's really? Dateri. Dateri's. Dateri. It sounds like it says Dak Terry's. Yeah. Dak. Fucking like taking the whole empire myself. No, it says it's Dateri's. So you're getting back into Harry Potter. He's in. Dude, I um, like I mentioned last episode, I got the the eight Blu-ray set for Christmas, and yeah, I've watched through all of them. I got about 30 minutes left in the last movie. So I'm almost done. Past three weeks, I've watched almost all of it. It's fucking good. I need to... My favorite of the movies is Seven, Part One. Interesting. Why? And the issue... Because I like it a lot. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Tell me why. Because that's like the one of the darkest ones. Um, it's... While seven is like the final battle, I think seven or seven part two is just the battle. There's, it's only the battle. It takes forever. There's a lot of crazy stuff that happens during the battle, but like, I like to see character struggle and whatever. And I know during a battle, you see people die and you're like, no, but there was no like interpersonal struggle. I like seeing Harry and who's the furry redheaded bitch. Ron. Ron Baca. Yeah, he... <laughs> they get mad at each other and they're in that tent and Hermione's flipping out and they're trying to listen to radio shit and it's like... It's like a crazy feeling. I love... I just love that. And then Dobby dies at the end and you're like, what the fuck? Oh, Dobby no. dies at the end of... Seven, part one. Oh, yeah. You're right. I know I'm right. That's true. The, he gets no, the... No, it's uh, fucking sword, sad, dude. He gets the sword of Gryffindor. Mm-hmm. In seven, part one. 
Or is that the beginning of seven part he two? He uses it in seven to destroy one of the Horcruxes. And then yes. he promises it to... Because it, uh, it was that locket or whatever, the watch yeah, or something. That, that's what was driving people crazy because they didn't know how to destroy it. So they said, well, we have to wear it to keep it safe. They took turns and it went all fucking Lord of the Rings on it and yeah. then drove them crazy. Ron was like, fuck this. Um, but no, they promised the, uh, the Sword of Gryffindor to the Goblin to help them break into the vault to get the other Horcrux. But uh, yeah, Dobby. Dobby, I honestly, I teared up when Dobby was... I never got that away. encapsulated because I didn't read the movies, so or read the movie, read, read the, the books. <laughs> uh, I mean, I read I read the whole series twice. A few of the books I've read multiple times, and then I obviously I've watched them two or three times. Uh, it's pretty sad. It's pretty sad. No, the movies are they're great. Um, I'm very. It was sad, but also like a nice turn of like like tone of the movies. I know the original Dumbledore, forgive me for forgetting the actor's name, passed away after the second movie. They got a new... Unfortunately, I'm going to say something really bad right here. Okay. Unfortunately, that was probably one of the best things that happened to the Harry Potter series. That's why it's, it's, hard, it's hard to say. Like, Of yes. course, that actor that he passed away is very sad. But yeah, a, a more active Dumbledore was... It, it was just what Harry Potter needed to really just push I agree. It. And some people will say that the Dumbledore in the books was not that active and aggressive. And I say, okay, fine, but this a is a movie. movie and we needed that. We really needed that feel of Dumbledore. like Just directing shit. Like, yes. This is what's going to happen, all right? Yes, yes, Instead yes, of, yes. oh, this so, is my Firebird. Oh. And then as soon as three... Not the car. You can see him pulling up <laughs> in a 95 Pontiac. <laughs> this is my Firebird. It's, it runs on potions and ridges to fly in the air. <laughs> it needs oil change. But no, but the the entire tone of the series shifted as soon as uh, I almost said episode three. As soon as um, the third movie started, which was Prisoner of Azkaban, it was an entirely new tone, new director, new Dumbledore, entirely. Yeah, and tell you a new tone of the movies. And that from then on, it's so, it's so good. The, the bad thing for me is, very extremely bad thing for me is episode, I don't know what you call them, episodes. Episode four, five, and six. Movies four, five, and six get all blurred together for me. Really? Because I've only seen, I think, all of them once. And when I go back and try to like rewatch everything, I watch one and two, which are... The hard ones to get through for me. Yeah. Three is actually my least favorite because it's just kind of an in-between movie and you you like find out who Sirius Black is and then it's just kind of like, yeah, we're just going to walk around a little I bit. I like three, especially the whole time travel thing. A lot of people, a lot of huge uh, Potter fans love three, but Three's it's just awesome. one of those, I don't really give a damn about three. But, but like four, five, and six, there's like common struggles with Harry as he's growing up and becoming more powerful and then like, I don't know. Just there, there's, it's it's too similar. Let's go back to school. Let's get fucking yelled at and more darkness. Okay, let's go back to school. Let's do this championship thing and more darkness. Let's go back to fucking school. Why are you going back to school? To learn how to kill people. Why we know fucking Palpatine's right around the corner. <laughs> if there is one complaint I have about the Harry Potter uh, storyline as a whole. It's that there's too many instances where in this actually happened. Obviously, I'm talking about wizards actually existing, but still, if this actually happened, 
the, the, the you would not go back to school. Like t- the two Chamber of Secrets. By the end of the year, people are almost getting killed, and you have to close the school and send everyone home. I'm on the risk of everyone getting killed. Okay, you killed this one monster. So in two months, let's just open the school back up. And then at the end of three, you have a serial killer on the loose that is attacking people in the school. Well, we figured that. Let's open the school back up again. Right. It's just like it gets to a point where like if this actually happened, like move you would not move the school or like you would not open the school back up. And I actually forgot that in uh, in seven and eight, so in the Deathly Hallows book and then obviously movies seven and eight, the school is still open. Voldemort's back. He's murdering people. Snape has control of Hogwarts, but let's just open the school. All the kids go back except for Harry, Ron, and Hermione who are on, on the hunt for the Horcruxes. But I forgot for a second that the school was still open through that whole time. That's what the end battle, it happens at I know, the school. <laughs> I know, but I'm like, come on, like the school would be shut down. Like you should be with your parents, like, I don't know, forming a fucking allegiance to attack this shit. Harry you should not be at school. Do you have parents? <sighs> no, it's sad. That's all he had was school. That's That's why he kept going back. All he had was Dumbledore, and then he got fucking shot off a tower. Yeah, if his aunt and uncle wouldn't be feeding him wood chips under the goddamn. (laughs) He hasn't been under the staircase since episode one. Keep calling it episode one. Like, it's fucking Star Wars. Yeah, I know. I keep calling it that, too. (laughs) Episode all of them. Um, I I enjoy the Harry Potter series. The books are a little too childish. While they're great and easy to read, I, I get wouldn't lost say that. in them. Well, I heard just the first one. I'm stuck in the first one, so well, that's why. Just, just the first one. It was. will forever have a bookmark in it. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> and as that, as long as there's Star Wars books to read, that's a a interesting thing that I've noted though is like as soon as the second one happens, like there's dark shit happening, even though they're only 12 years old. Like there's dark shit happening right away as soon as you get to the second book, and it es- it only escalates from there. So we were just perfect time, perfect age. Like I read the first Harry Potter book when I was like 11, and read them from there on. It just kind of like grew up with it. It was pretty, pretty perfect timing. I just played Pokemon. I don't know. <laughs> Pokemon's cool. Pokemon. And Pokemon's great. Pogs. Pokemon's great. A lot of peas. Pogs great. Yo-yos are great. Yo-yos. I think I won. <laughs> it was the brain. I, I dig Harry Potter. The first two movies are a hundred percent different feel and tough to get through. Um, the seventh and the eighth, seven part one, seven part two. Yeah, the the last one. It's hard to. I don't want to shit on it. The, the last one felt too much like um, like the last Hobbit movie. Like, it was just too overly focused, like you said earlier, overly focused on the battle at Hogwarts, which shouldn't have been as long. And it, it's, it's cool to see. Like, it's great, but it's too much, like, CGI magic and statues fighting the, the entire time to get us, like, too into the into the characters, if that makes sense. And I think that might be one of the best things. Just barely too much. Well, that's why, Star Wars, too much. That's why Star Wars is so great, because it, well, how does it come to a pinnacle? Three dudes in a room. That's regardless all it of is. The battle, That's how simple it, it is. Regardless of the battle, it always comes to like two or three or four people just like struggling against each other. Yeah. And it's pinnacle characters that have been built over all of these movies and they come to a pinnacle and just start shaking hands and like, you, you're joining, right? And he's like, fuck you. 
It's well, like, wait a minute, bitch. Like, I thought we were cool. To be fair, it I eventually... Pay for your fucking... Pay for your fucking what? <laughs> training lessons. I can't... Training lessons. <laughs> to be fair, it does eventually <laughs> come down to Harry and Voldemort. But, like, the entire eighth movie... Man, 70% of it is the battle. Yeah. Which is cool to see. No one's arguing that it's like not it, that it's lame or that it's not cool to see, but stretched episode or the uh, movie seven <sighs> out a little bit longer. The giant plot twist comes at the end of seven. Like spend more time on that. <sighs> it's okay. What plot twist? That Harry is the last Horcrux. Oh yeah. You don't realize that until wait. Is it seven where they find the 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 wand? At the end of seven, part one, the end of it, he finds the wand. Dumbledore has the wand, the elder wand. Dumb, that's Dumbledore's wand. The very end of seven, part one, Voldemort, Voldemort cracks, cracks his, his grave and takes the wand. Yeah. But I thought the wand was broken. He does some crazy attack against Harry, kills a, cork, a horcrux, and Voldemort gets pissed and attacks like the force field around Hogwarts, and then it breaks the wand. Cracks it. It, it, it cracks it, yeah. Yeah. But no, but the whole thing is like Harry and Voldemort are face to face. Harry dies, but he doesn't actually die because Harry was also a, a Horcrux that Voldemort created on accident when he tried to kill him. So he doesn't actually die. The Horcrux in inside Harry dies and then he comes back to life. Floats up. So hmm. that I would have loved to see a lot more like between... Harry and Voldemort and then between Harry and Dumbledore at the end like Dumbledore explaining the process rather than the battle the battle's cool though we're just in this age of Hollywood where it's just all CGI stuff that's fine and as, we, long, as, we fine as long as there's great character development I understand but we know it we recognize it so clearly that it's, it's getting to a point where like some some movie has to elevate past that so we can move on because like Jurassic World it's like it looks cool but it's just a cartoon of dinosaurs. Like we know. When you saw the first Jurassic Park, you're like, that's a fucking dinosaur. <laughs> yeah, that's true. And when you see Jurassic World, it's like that's someone made a dinosaur on a computer. I so made that we're, last we're just night. at that point where we need some movie to just push us to the next level so we can get past this whole like fucking epic cartoon movie stuff showdown. I mean, what do you think of episode seven with their non-CGI stuff looking somewhat terrible? The only thing I thought looked terrible was the junk dealer on Jakku. And a thing drinking out of the water. That didn't look as bad. Yeah, it showed his butthole. And Well, that doesn't mean it looked bad. It just means it was awkward that they showed the butthole. <laughs> and I don't want to say... Put that detail in it. Maybe they don't poop. Maybe it's a different scene. I don't want to say Maz Kanata looked terrible. She was bad. But she was also CG. She was completely CGI. Yeah, that's, what, that's what I mean. It, it, she did, and for CGI effects, they all looked better than I was expecting. But still, ah, the fact that everything else was was like actual effects and like costumes and stuff, but just made the CGI stuff stand stand out so much more. Yeah, but I just if think if you didn't have CG, you would have had goddamn. You could have put a small person in the suit of Masquerade. Just like they did with the Ewoks and R2 and whoever the fuck else. 
<laughs> and moving my point. It's not saying it's not terrible. It's not the worst thing I've ever seen. It didn't really it didn't really take me out of the whole vibe of the story, which is good. But I'm they just They also didn't have that too much of it. That you saw the bar scene and then it was Jakku. Yeah. Outside of that, you really didn't see much. Right. Well, was like Akbar? Was he? Because that no, was a guy in a suit. I don't think so. Yeah, he's in a suit. What about, yep. Ninyam? Yeah, suit. So I, I just think we're stuck in this state of Hollywood stuff where it's all going to look like this. And even we talked about the Avengers. Like, I love the Avengers, but if you really get down to it, when the action scenes kick in, it's 100% CGI. It's 100% guy in a computer making cartoons fight. The Hulk is 100%. Once he transforms, it's 100% computer. Still looks cool. It's fun. It's entertaining. It's good to watch. I just think. Well, what we're do you at think about what, what, like uh, what's what they did with Snoke? If they were all started doing that while there's still human involvement, instead of full on Hulk just create a guy not based well, on anything, just make did, him mad. They did the same thing with Moss. Did they? Yeah, she was she was mocap. With whom? Yeah. With whom? With whom? I don't remember her name. I wrote it, I wrote it down actually. But she was mocap just like Snoke was with Andy Serkis. I remember because I looked it up. Uh, Lupita Nyong'o played Maskanata. That's what I had last night at the Chinese restaurant. (laughs) Uh, She did great. Her voice was perfect. She delivered the lines well. Yeah. I just think we're at this point of Hollywood. I think it comes in stages. And I think we're at the point where CGI is getting... It's too way too overused. Like, all right. So, do you remember the previews before Star Wars aired? Do you remember the movie Gods of Egypt? No. It was the dude from Game of Thrones, Jamie Lannister, in like this wingsuit. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. There was these fucking giant titans like breathing fire, and people were just running through fire. Like, we're getting to the point where I know that is some kid on a green screen set just running. And afterwards, you put in CGI a giant monster like breathing fire at him and it happens to miss him the entire time. And he like runs and looks like he evades it and everything. It's just getting to that point where it's so like like the prequels of Star Wars. It's like three actors on a set and you add all the fun stuff in later. I think it's just totally oversaturated and we're getting to the point where like we need... We need something. So everybody's turning into video games. We at need least something to push it. us. It still looks great. Someone it's, it's has a movie. to. Someone has to make a movie with a new style of effect that that sends us into this new little era. Like it's at the breaking point. Samsung, they're doing that. Like before 2020, we have to get to this point. You're in the movie thing. The year in the movie thing. That you were, you are in the movie thing. Oh yeah, like the, the uh, virtual Oculus, reality yeah. goggles. Yeah. There was actually I was I was listening to a radio show from Cleveland and they they were strapping people into that, uh, and the there was they strapped a girl into it and she just started crying because it was like a scary movie she was watching. Yeah, and she was she was terrified because you're just like you're in it you're done. Those are again you look to your left and you and you see like some guy you like you're in a hospital I think they were she looked to her right and she saw a guy and she, and the guy was like you'll be okay blah 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 and they scooted her in and this guy jumped out and stole it and she was rumbling through the thing and dude I what the fuck just being sweet. a part of it and looking up and down oh you're the main character of your own oh yeah it's like living almost but how do you do that with if you're trying to put out a movie you have 
thousands of people watching you actually, it at a time. So in Superman, you actually have a, a superhero in real life blow shit up and people actually die. That's the next step. So Ray Kurzweil becomes Batman. Is that what you're trying to say? <laughs> Wozniak. He'll be uh, Dr. Doom. Wozniak? Yeah, he'll be Dr. Doom. <laughs> I'm talking about something to toy different. <laughs> uh, verdict on that is Harry Potter's awesome. Go watch it if you've um, ever heard of it. The effects are normally or generally. How would, you, how would great. you rank this, Lord of the Rings or Harry Potter? Like if I had to pick one. No, if you had to pick two. <laughs> what kind of question was that? I don't know. I just said like, would I rank it like? <sighs> I don't know. I know you're a big Middle Earth fan. Middle Earth. I'm a fan of both. I'm a, like a big fan of both. I don't Watchability, know. I, don't know if, I, I would I would definitely say uh, Harry Potter. Well, my, my question is like, do I have to pick, if I had to pick one or the other to watch forever and like never watch the other one that I picked, that I didn't pick? Or do I just have to pick one that's better? You know, how we, you know how we get just our, our questions have to get like specific. Oh, just pick one. Because I can, you feel can watch them both, but if you if you if you had to say one of them was your favorite, why does it have to be forever? Never watching one again. <laughs> I don't know. Because I can feel comfortable saying that. Yeah, Lord of the Rings is my favorite, but I can watch both at any time and get happy and get geeked. I think. I think overall, Lord of the Rings. It's too slow for me, even though. Harry Potter's repetitive. Let's all go back to school. Why? Because I think I'm going to die this year. Uh, Lord I, like, of the Rings I is, like that it's slow. You like that Lord of the Rings is slow? Yeah. I don't. So, Because if I had one complaint after reading the books and watching the Harry Potter movies, I wish each movie was a lot longer. I like that I have more time to, to have more detail of, of the overall plot and then get more involved in the characters. Yeah, but then you get to the point where you're just adding bullshit. Hmm. Like like in the Clone Wars cartoons. Oh, we, we should just do another fucking eh, seven. No. Hey, let's all have droids run it's around. It's not that bad. It's like asshole. to the point of... Uh, they push it. It's to the point they fucking of... fucking push it. Like, let's take every single thing out of the Harry Potter novel and make that part of the script. Uh, Instead of... What should we do? Oh, it's not long enough. Let's put a white orc. Why? I don't know. Let's fuck him up, though. What I'm the not, fuck? That's not in anything. What are you doing? I'm not considering the Hobbit. Fuck that. Fuck that. That's still a part of that universe. Fuck that. I'm talking about Lord of the Rings, the three motion okay. picture trilogy, which time-wise probably adds up to all eight Harry Potter movies. Probably not even close. If you're doing like the full unrated extended You can do whatever edition. fucking <laughs> porn edition you want. <laughs> They're probably not even close because the Harry Potter movies aren't short. They're probably two hours each. So you're looking at 16, 16 hours. hours. Yeah. No, I, I got you. So no. unless your movies are six hours a piece. They're close to four. No, they're not. They are. No, they're not. Look yeah, they are. I guarantee they're not close to four. The extended versions are probably close to three, if not 315. Oh, regardless. <laughs> Don't look it up. <laughs> I prefer the longer exposition of the story and plot development and character development stuff. It's not longer, though. No, we in terms of... 16 hours. 
But you have three movies taken from three books as opposed to eight movies taken from seven books. I, Lord of the Rings took enough time to give me everything I wanted. Harry Potter, I love it, but I, I still could have taken more time. I still could have taken more time for each movie to get more of the plot well, out. Doesn't that make, make it even better? It, it makes you yearn for more content? While Lord of the Rings, eh, it's done. I'm no, because I read the Harry Potter books and I know that they're leaving stuff out on purpose. See? You want it better. See? Exactly. It's like in episode seven. I, if I have to pick, I pick Lord of the Rings, but that doesn't mean that Harry Potter's bad. I love both. I like them both. What would you pick? Harry Potter. Any, any particular reason? Just watch. watchability. I've seen Lord of the Rings. I don't want to see it again. It's scary. I don't care for the movies. They're just they're boring to me. Oh, there's more orcs? Yeah, obviously. You ran away from them from last time. They're the I'm same s- goddamn orcs. I'm sad you feel that way. What are we doing? We're carrying some jewelry, the bitch. Yes, we so. stole it from that Eesgamore. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, I, I think it is a simple plot. While it's not... The plot isn't the point of the story. It's the adventure. And I get that. That's what they're pushing. That's the whole reason for it. But the adventure's still not that good. Yeah. I don't connect with a lot of characters in Lord of the Rings. There's really not a lot of characters to connect to. I guess... I don't know. Bilbo? Well, I guess that's not... That's Frodo. So it'd Bilbo's be Frodo. in it. Yeah, Frodo. Frodo's the hobbit who he's kind of the normal dude but he's not because he's got furry feet and fucked up friends with fireworks and shit and he's a normal ass dude that takes it upon himself to try to save the world he's not a normal ass dude he's fucking psychotic he's a normal ass dude at first he's a hobbit all he wants to do is like farm and get drunk and he just is chill way out way too happy to be normal no one's that happy at the Hobbits beginning, are have all you seen, that happy. I want. I want to see how many how many hours he smiles and laughs during Lord of the Rings. Dude, I would love to be a <laughs> Hobbit. All Hobbits do is farm and get fucking drunk and hang out. How happy your kid you be? I don't want to farm. My fingernails get dirty. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, you know what I'm saying. There's not. There's. Just I do not know what a you're lot, saying. There's not I a just, lot of characters that I connect with. The fact that you said. I wouldn't mind if I didn't see it again. Makes me kind of sad in my heart. Yeah, I mean, every, you know, 18 years, I'd, I'd like to see the movies again. Shit, man. I watch them like twice a year. Yeah. All right. They're well, not bad movies, but I just, yeah. Well, to each his own. It's fine. I'd, rather, I'd much rather watch uh, Game of Thrones. I like that Middle Earth better. <laughs> uh, now, if I had to pick between Game of Thrones and Lord of the Rings... Now that would be a fucking challenge. Yeah, it's considered Middle Earth, isn't it? It's all just kind of that. No, it's a completely different universe. Right, but you know what I'm saying? Like back in the day when Earth was one continent. No, no, it's it's like Game of Thrones is a completely different universe. I know, it's a different universe. But, but it's got Lord that Middle Rings, Earth feel. But Lord of the Rings has this kind of like this background feel, like maybe this could be some little aspect of our actual universe. No. Yeah. What? No, absolutely not. Yeah. That's ridiculous. Have you ever read I've the Hobbit book? I've never thought that. No, I've never I've never read those. There's like little inklings that like Tolkien puts in like What the fuck? Like this now could I don't be like this could be some like alternate version of our actual like earth. Like this is Middle Earth. So he so when when people say Middle Earth, they specifically mean Lord of the Rings setting. 
That's where the, the term Middle Earth comes from, is Lord of the Rings setting Middle, from the books. Middle Earth is the universe of, yes, of Lord of the Rings. Okay. Like, I thought like it was a more Tolkien generic universe. saying, like, this happens on Earth, just kind of in the middle of history if we were playing around. So, Middle Earth, Lord of the Rings, happens kind of in a Middle Earth setting. Where does where does Game of Thrones? Well, it's on Earth somewhere. Sometimes, some, you know, it's that setting. No, it's, that, its it's its own complete universe. All right. I just took, I, I didn't realize Middle Earth was specific and didn't mean anything else other than Lord of the Rings setting. Just like Skyrim, it takes place on Tamriel, which is a world. I would consider, totally I would, different. I would consider Skyrim a Middle Earth video game. That's what I'm saying. It's like more of like a, yes, this, this clearly is Earth. It's just Middle Earth is like a, when all the continents were one big jumbo fuck, and you just go north until there's <laughs> until there's a big wall. I mean, it's similar to Earth, but it's not. It doesn't have anything to do with our Earth. Nothing does. It's a movie. Well, yeah. Skyrim takes place on Tamriel. All the middle, all the not, well, not Middle Earth. All the uh, Elder Scrolls stuff takes place on Tamriel, which is the world, the con- the full continent actually, and then there's different countries. Like Skyrim is one. Cyrodiil is one, Morrowind is one, Black Marsh, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. That's what all the games are based off of. All I'm right. fucking excited for the next one. I hope it's like Black Marsh, man. So bad. I hope it's Black Marsh. I want it to be fucking. <laughs> be what? Blue Mountain. Blue Mountain? No, that doesn't exist. It's not real. High Rock. Yeah. Global, Global Guts. <laughs> it's a great way. Great, great segue right there. It's perfect. All right, motherfuckers. Uh, we got something that we want to bring up. We want to tell you guys about this. We're going to be doing it. Doing it every episode. So, uh, we have an awesome following on Instagram, if we don't say so ourselves. We love all of the comments and the likes and the messages and everything that we get from people on Instagram. So, what we're going to do is a follower of the week. So, every week, whoever is like really shouting us out, wants to comment on all of our stuff, put their thoughts in. And like share the page, share some of our photos and everything. Uh, they're going to be the fall of the week. So this week, we have our first week of uh, our fucking awesome followers of badass goodness is at Dima Spider. This is our dude, Chris DiMatteo on Instagram at Dima Spider, D-I-M-A Spider. He is fucking being great. He is sharing our stuff. He's shouting us out in his own post, telling his friends to go like actually listen to the show, which is just awesome. So if you I mean if you love the show, like tell your friends, like what else would you think about? It's like it should be the first thing in your heads. When you wake up, you should be like, I wonder what the fuck Mopar is doing right now. My alarm went off. Oh, fucking Rogue Squadron. Guys, seriously. <laughs> I wonder why Mopar doesn't like Lord of the Rings so much. Yeah, that's exactly that's honestly, that's exactly what you should be thinking. We should make a custom alarm tone for our 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 fans. Maybe I'll try to. Uh, I'll just take one clip of your voice being so annoying, and just that can be people's alarm clock. Hey, motherfuckers! <laughs> hey, my boy! It's Tuesday. <laughs> I'm just kidding with you, but it could be. <laughs> Wait the fuck up! <laughs> no, what I was gonna say is maybe I, I uh, maybe I'll try to attempt to watch the extended versions of Lord of the Rings because I know I've never seen the full extended versions. I don't have them. When's the last time you saw Lord of the Rings at all? Five years ago. Two. Oh fuck! I you every once in a while, them. every once in a while, I'll put in 
the two towers because I like the walking trees. But I never get through it. Because it's just like, oh, wait, there's Pip again. Off. Let me play some Battlefield. Pippin. Yeah, whatever. Pip boy. <laughs> All right, man. Smokes to Sheba. Whatever. Agree to disagree. Anyway, so follow the week back to what we're talking about. <laughs> Thanks to Chris. Um, he gets our eternal glory and praise. Um, and if you want to be the follow of the week, all you have to do is check us out on Instagram at Rogue Squad Pod and start engaging with us. Just like our photos and tell us what you hate about us. Share our shit to your friends, guys. <clears throat> That's the way to become follower of the week. Uh, if you want to share us, post us on some shit. I don't know whatever you guys are a part of. Maybe you're an artist. Paint a picture of us with or we're, we're naked or something, and then and then post <laughs> that to all your friends. Um, but we do ha- we do uh, appreciate your support and your praise and your likes and everything. Um, so we we are just shouting out Chris Matteo at Dima Spider this week. Thank you, Chris, for being awesome. It's very simple. If you're listening to this and you enjoy it, all you gotta do is tell your motherfuckers to check us out. And we'll take it from there. So, thank you for listening. Tell your mother if, you, if you are listening, or just tell your mother and have her send us a check. That might be risky, but you can try it. <laughs> I know a couple of our uh, followers should not be listening. So, <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> you under for those on Instagram that are under like sixteen, like please turn go, your ears go off. Go back. Go do your homework and stuff. Try. Don't, don't be like us. Please, God. Try. Please, don't. don't be like us. Why? Try. Yeah, that's probably not a good idea. I mean, we got through school, all right, but don't do it. So shout out to Chris. Uh, go throw him a follow. Um, check out what he's doing on Instagram, and stay up to date with us. And you could hear your name on this podcast next week or tomorrow if we fucking feel like it. This is like the only cheesy advertisement thing that we do. Most of our ads follow are like, the week. Uh, I guess we have shirts. You can go fucking do it. And this one's like, like our stuff. Add this, share this, do this, tag us in this. You can be awesome and you can get a, a mention. But even at that point, I'm just like, fuck off, just do it or not, and drink beer. And if you don't like Star Wars Episode 7, like, kill yourself. That's pretty much what I say about it. Yep. Uh... <laughs> so if you haven't already been able to figure it out, we're coming to the end of another glorious episode of the Rogue Squadron Podcast. Um, we have one more thing I wanted to bring up. I don't want to end on like a sour, very sad note, but if you haven't heard of the news, artist, musician, David Bowie passed away this week. It's very sad to hear, not because I'm the biggest David Bowie fan in the world, but just sad because I don't think any of us knew that he was struggling with any type of disease at all. He passed away from cancer. I had no idea that he was sick, and he just came out with an album last week. Um, that was the whole point. <clears throat> he he didn't. It wasn't public that he was sick. Correct. So he didn't want people to feel bad for him. He was just like, "Dudes, I'm doing great. Fucking album, you want it?" And then he just kind of fell into sickness, and he didn't come out of it. And now everyone's like, "Well, what happened?" Super sad, like, that's man. how. That's how I want to go out. I want you I mean, to be sitting around me in a fucking bed and being like, "Dude." You had a great life. Bitch, I'm still living. Let's put out some music. It's very true. That's a good point. So, yeah. So no one thought the worst until it was too late. Which is fine. But it's still sad. And, like, I'm not yeah. going to try to, like, pretend I'm the biggest Bowie fan in the world, but I know what he's done for rock music and popular music in general. Um, he had a giant impact, man. I listened to his tunes. There's a, there's a few of his tunes I listen to on a regular basis. 
awesome guy. It's fucking very sad. It's very sad. I know he put out an album like two years ago, and then obviously just an album like last week, I believe it was. But we're getting to that point. We love classic rock that our parents listened to, that we were kind of raised on. It's like we're getting to that point where those good people are going to be passing. A away. lot of those guys and girls in that in that genre in that era are, yeah. Unfortunately, they get to that point. They well, you you just look at everyone them, like the even if you're not a huge fan, the rest of the Beatles. Pink Floyd is old as shit, dude. They started in early '60s. Like they're old. They're old as shit. Uh, the rest of the Led Zeppelin guys, ACDC guys aren't There's only young. Two more Led Zeppelin guys. Uh, There's only two more original Rolling Stones Aerosmith guys. guys. Like those classic rock yeah. guys are. Yeah, they're not gonna. They're not gonna be around too much longer. Ozzy, how the fuck is Ozzy still alive? <laughs> to, to call him out, but um, yeah, I mean, you, you're. I think this is the start. We're seeing a lot of these hard partying, uh, big rock band guys that are honestly. Um, what? What am I trying to think of? Uh, generation. Post war generation. generation. I can't think of the fucking name. Post World War Two. Yes. That's what you're trying to think of. Yes. Post World War II generation. No, there's a gen. Our parents' generation's name something. Like, oh, the baby boomers. Baby boomers, Jesus. Uh, but those baby boomers, which our parents are crazy late in the baby boomers. True. But those early baby boomers are They're the part big, of those band. Yeah, yeah, those band age guys. But yeah, I mean, it's. I don't. You know, people like Keith Richards. Like how? I don't know how that's possible. First of all. So, but yeah, it's very sad, and it's unfortunately we see. A big dark next 10 years ahead of us because yeah. this is not going to be good for a, be if pretty. you're a classic rock fan. It's not going to be pretty. It's just time to look back and, you know, really appreciate what they contributed to the world of music. Or what and they're still contributing. What, you know, of course. Once in a while, Jimmy Page would get on some crazy song and be like, yeah. wow. Do of course. it. Of course. So, obviously, um, like I said, we're not going to pretend to be giant David Bowie fans, but we know what he did for music. Uh, we know what he, what he did for pop culture in general. So, I mean, wow. Just remember him. All right. Uh, rest in peace, Mr. David Bowie. Um, I shared one post on our Instagram. It was it was David along with Jim Henson and George Lucas during shooting for uh, Labyrinth, the 80s movie Labyrinth, that I'm sure most of us are familiar with. So that was just a... That was Lucas? Yeah. Lucas and Jim Henson. I didn't realize that at all. I've never seen a movie. Uh, I saw it once. It's been a while, but I mean, I mean, even just stuff like that. Like, I'm just gonna, I'm gonna be a rock star, and then let's just make fucking labyrinth. I don't know labyrinth. No, you gotta watch it. You gotta watch <laughs> yes, it. In honor, in honor, you gotta watch it. So, just uh, yeah. Any other sad note, Mr. David Bowie? I don't mean to end on a completely sad note, Good but. Good job, Commander. Yeah, you know. I, I wanted to bring we it up at some point. We had so much fun, yeah. We didn't, we didn't mention it on the last episode, which was the actual day that we that we had the news. So I feel like we had to bring it up at some point. Let's talk about, real quick, right before we end. Okay. Uh, someone remade uh, the N64 007. Uh, what was the name Goldeneye. of Goldeneye. I know Goldeneye, but what was the... 
Oh, the map facility. Facility. Somebody recreated the uh, facility map for Goldeneye in the Unreal Engine 3, which is like obviously the newest, pretty much most popular uh, video game engine. We there was a cool video posted. We didn't see like gameplay, but somebody recreated like the map, all the aspects, the different rooms and everything in the Unreal Engine, and it was just a video like going through the level and seeing all the different parts of the level, which was pretty pretty freaking sweet and makes me want to like Why don't I they w- just do it. I want a fucking total revamp of that game. Yeah. I want to be Donkey able to Kong play mode, bitch. because we because we've tried to go back to N64. I have it sitting on my desk to go back and play Goldeneye. And when now that we're used to the dual thumbstick, um, like strafing and looking type of dynamic, it is almost impossible to play. So I want a Goldeneye remade for Xbox that I can play on my Xbox controller. And it, I don't want anything changed, just the controls. I want it to be the original game. As tough as it was, with all the like the special little Easter eggs and everything, but just so I can actually control it on a normal modern day controller and not get completely fucking dead. Get dead. I don't want to get dead. I don't want to be. I want to win. Either. I don't want to get dead. I want to win. Yeah. So if you haven't seen it, go check it out. If you are of our age or similar age, uh, you definitely grew up with that, and it was a monumental game, and it changed multiplayer shit. I mean, forever. It was huge. Uh, you hated your friends. Why are you picking Oddball, you fucking cheating asshole? <laughs> Why are you picking Jaws, motherfucker? And Oddball then... sucked because he was so short. You had to oh, aim yeah. down at him. That's cheating. You can't do that. Slappers only. <laughs> Slappers only was like uh, the only way. Shop. The only way it the leveled out is if you did DK mode because Oddball's head was so big. <laughs> so. And then you had the same thing. Pretty much copied and pasted onto Perfect Dark. Proximity Mines. Which is one of the... <sighs> we used to do entire facility matches with just proximities. And we'd just walk around and stick them on some random shit. <laughs> I know. And we just run at each oh other. Oh, my God. <laughs> I have this on my desk. I, I'm about to bust it out. It's going to be... You have yeah, two, two controllers? It. Yeah. Uh-oh. She's about to get real. Pockets only. You got to stop recording. Slappers only, guys. Thanks for listening. Episode 56. Rogue Squadron Podcast. Glad to have everyone uh, checking us out. Depending on where you're listening to this, we are on iTunes. We are on Stitcher. We are on your preferred podcast player of choice. And we're also on the website. So While you're listening, hit that subscribe button and just get updated whenever we post a new episode. You only have to come looking for it. It says, hey, bitch, shit's happening. And as soon as you get, you get in iTunes, it starts downloading. It's going to be ready before you even know it. So hit that subscribe button, buy a T-shirt, send us some free beer. <laughs> and uh, we, we thank you again to at Demon Spider, Chris Matteo, for follower of the week. We appreciate everything you've done. If you're trying to do that same shit, you better praise us and be like <laughs> Chris. Like we mentioned earlier, we had a great interview last July with author and co and head writer, I should say. Lead writer. Uh, lead writer. Drew Carpishan of Mass Effect, KOTOR, and Darth Bane. We're hoping to have him back on the show uh, very soon, but you can go check that out. If you're a big fan of those video games and books, you're going to love the interview. We got really into detail with him and how he got started on those, all those storylines. Um... Sebulba versus Maz. Yeah, Maz. She's force sensitive. But Sebulba's got a big ass motherfucking thing that she <laughs> he run her over in. Go, 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 goop spot. Right on his windshield. Go, 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 go. His, his pod racer does sound pretty sweet.
I love it. <laughs> uh, all right, guys. So please uh, also follow us on Instagram if you want to be the next follower of the week. Or also, if you just want to, like, get pictures and be entertained and, like, laugh and forget about your miserable life, you should just follow <laughs> us on Instagram. At uh, Rogue Squad Pod, we are sharing Star Wars and ridiculously nerdy, funny memes all the time. Please follow us. Um, other than that, I have no more closing words. I just want to thank everyone for listening. If you're hearing my voice right now, let's think about this. My voice... I'm talking shit. I'm just talking about Star Wars because I like Star Wars and my voice is on the internet and someone's listening to it. So I'm just going to sit back and relax knowing that that exists and I'm very happy. Yeah, there's some motherfucker out there in Middle Earth, Game of Thrones. Uh, so listening, Listerine. Uh, someone's listening to this shit. Like, it's amazing. And I want, okay, for a crazy example, Mopar, which is my, me, Found a picture of John Boyega from his like school years. Like yeah. maybe he was at a university or something. In but it was like or a something, stock yeah. picture that they took. Hey, we'll have one of every minority, basically. Um, but the, it was an old picture from a university that they were using, and I took it and made a meme out of it. I put it on Instagram. Made a funny meme. I have a fir- first order classes. Blah blah blah. Looks kind of fun. Uh, and someone commented, "Hey, bitch." That girl in the red shirt's me. It's like, what the mind fuck is going on right now? I pulled a random picture from the internet, made a Star Wars funny meme out of it, of John Boyega. And someone, someone that went that to school, went with, to school John with John Boyega, <laughs> found my meme and commented. That's the power of the internet. It's I, I saw that at work today, and I, I, I mentioned to uh, one of the guys I work with, I'm like, oh, listen to this. And he's like, that's fucking amazing that's awesome how does that shit happen i'm like bitch well first off we're awesome and so john obviously boyega. john boyega will be on a podcast soon <laughs> but we yeah. hope we hope we hope if anyone's listening that has a that, that knows john boyega please put in a good word for us you know we'll try not to be too belligerent but even as like the random shit like the, the podcast grows in popularity or our instagram page grows it's cool to see those small little things happen and it's just you try not to take it for granted because people across the world are looking at a picture and all of a sudden one finds out hey do you put you put a picture on your shit of me like <laughs> what mind fuck is going reach on out right and just now say, what the shit i think sidious is behind it all okay bye guys